Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. If you have been struggling to conceive a baby, well grab a cup of tea. You have come to the right place because I've got your back. I spent 11 years trying to conceive my baby and I don't want you to wait that long. In fact, in that 11 years, I dealt with a bad marriage and a bad divorce, infertility, miscarriages, IVF, toxic workplaces, insensitive comments, and even breast cancer. I got through it all and I'm happy, healthy, and smiling. And I have an amazing husband and a little boy. Now, my superpower is helping women just like you to heal their hearts, live a life that is even better than they thought possible, and then conceive their babies. Because I learned to get the good stuff, I had to get right with myself first and find my happiness now. I finally put my psychology background to use, empowered myself, used my intuition, eliminated my blocks, and that's when everything changed. So here we'll explore your mind and emotions on the journey to conceiving your baby, how to make them work for you, and how to live an amazing life in the process. Hey everyone, welcome to another podcast episode with me, your host, Bella Hilton, mind-body fertility expert and someone who will and can talk to you about, about to you about your fertility for hours on end because I want you to be holding your perfectly healthy baby at the end of this. So today I wanted to get into an interesting topic and again, it comes down to how your brain works. So let me paint you a picture. You were going along life just fine, excited about your future. Maybe you were getting that job you wanted, meeting the guy or girl you were going to marry, and then planning your wedding. Everything felt bright and rosy. That is, if you followed the traditional path. I certainly didn't, but you know what I mean. Everything felt bright and rosy about your life and your future, and you couldn't wait to start that next chapter of your life. Maybe a job title you've wanted for a while, mum mom, mother, mama, whatever you call it. A big part of you has always wanted to be a mom and now the time had come. You were ready to start trying, maybe even knew how many um, kids you wanted, what their names were, like you've been thinking about this for a while. The excitement you felt at the prospect that maybe in a few short months you would be pregnant How weird that would be. You wondered what pregnancy symptoms you would experience, whether you would have a boy or a girl first, and you fantasized about the cute way you would tell your partner that you were pregnant. Maybe you even thought about surprising them with that cute onesie you saw at the shops. Because now that you've started trying, no matter where you look, all you see is pregnant bellies, baby clothes, people with strollers, pregnancy announcements, and everything baby. But, that big, fat but, your scenario didn't go according to plan. Now you're years down the track when the anxiety and sadness running rough through your body and no baby to show for it. Maybe thousands of dollars in debt but you still see pregnant bellies and baby clothes and people with strollers and pregnancy announcements and everything baby everywhere. Only now it's an incredible source of pain and you actually don't know how much longer you can cope for. Does this sound familiar? 
So today on the podcast, I wanted to really hone in and get granular on something that I know frustrates so many women who are going through a really tough time conceiving. And that's why do I see pregnant bellies everywhere? Or why are there so many more pregnancy announcements that just seem to be haunting me? I mean, it's hard enough going through all the experiences that you're going through, but it just seems to add insult to injury, right? Now, first, I'm going to say that you may experience more pregnant bellies and pregnancy announcements than you did before, because in life, we naturally tend to go through similar stages in life with our own peer group, right? So there might be some element of the fact, indeed, that there are more pregnant bellies and more pregnancy announcements in your peer group or at your work if you're of a similar age and maybe even in your family because you are all of that similar age going through similar life experiences for that time, right? It's like most people in their 50s or, you know, this is generalizing, but, you know, you would hear more people in their 50s talking about superannuation or, you know, your 401k more often and have I got enough for retirement, right? Different life stages tend to bring about more common things to certain age groups. That makes sense. So I'm not going to discount the fact that maybe you are experiencing more of these things within your peer group or family. And that makes it hard because you want to join in, right? You also want to belong and feel like you're enjoying this life stage just like all your friends or siblings and not feel like you are missing out or being left behind. But there is also another massive reason that women women are trying to get pregnant. They start seeing pregnant bellies everywhere. And this comes down to something called our reticular activating system or the RAS, right, in your brain. Because we have this part of our brain and it acts like a filtering system for our brains and what is important to us and what to pay attention to. The RAS connects your conscious mind with your unconscious and it acts like a filter so we don't have these overwhelming amounts of information to pay attention to. We tell our brains basically what is important to us and we start to filter in more of that experience. So say you decided to buy a new car, right, or go on a holiday, Have you ever had this experience, right? You decided to buy that new car or go on that holiday to New Zealand or Hawaii and suddenly all you see everywhere is that car that you want and maybe even in the exact color that you want. And you're like, what in the world? Why am I suddenly seeing so many of that car? I never saw, I never saw them before or I never saw so many of them before. I never saw the car in that color before. Or you decide to go on a trip and you just start seeing ads to visit that country or you're at a party and someone starts talking about their holiday there or how they're thinking of going on holiday there or you pass a house and they randomly have the flag of that country you want to go to or you start listening to a conversation and hear someone speaking the language of the country you want to visit, for example. So the question remains... Did these things actually exist before you decided to buy that car or to go on that holiday? And the simple answer is yes. But it wasn't important to you before. That car wasn't something you were paying attention to before you were in the market for that car. Because we all have millions of bits of information coming into us at any one second 
and we literally cannot process all those bits of information. So we actually have to delete a lot of it for our sanity, basically, for our conscious minds to actually process. So right now, if you, if I asked you if you were aware of the feeling of your, you know, your right index finger or your right big toe, you would have said no until I mentioned it right now. And now you're probably experiencing it, right? You brought that sensation of, you know, your finger or your toe into your conscious awareness. And you probably deleted a whole bunch of other stuff that wasn't relevant to you while you concentrated on that or maybe still concentrating on it. It's like how we get in our cars and we drive somewhere and get to our destination and sometimes not even remember the trip. Consciously, we were focused on listening to that podcast like you might be doing now or the conversation you had with your boss or partner or whatever it was that you were paying attention to. But unconsciously, We had all those bits of information coming into us. So unconsciously, you did the speed limit, you stopped at the red light, and you made your way safely to where you wanted to go whilst consciously doing something entirely else. And that's pretty cool. And it's also how we can be in a room of people with just a whole bunch of noise and not being able to make sense of any particular noise except to be able to pick out our name from across the room, someone saying it or someone calling to you, because your name is something that's usually pretty important to you, right? That gets in through your RAS and that's filtered in. Now, that's kind of where the expression comes from. What you focus on is what you get, right? So if all you're concentrating on is bad and lack and negative experiences, then that is all you will experience and you will literally filter out anything that doesn't fit this brief for your reticular activating system. So like the car experience or the holiday or even your left big toe, when you start trying to conceive a baby, it's not like you suddenly have more pregnant women come across your path. It's just that you're filtering this information into your conscious awareness and you've told your brain hey brain, pregnancy is important to me. And it went, okay. And so it started filtering in everything pregnancy. And at first you probably saw a few bellies and all things pregnancy and you delighted in it because you were so excited about when it might happen for you. And your RAS helps you to see what you want to see. But now, like I said, it's now become a source of pain and you literally you know, can't watch your favorite TV show or go for a walk without it all being in your face. So how do you get your RAS to start working for you and deleting a few of these experiences so you can start coping again, right? Because if you're anything like me, I hit rock bottom several times over on my fertility journey where I'm just like, I, I just, I can't cope anymore. Well, like I said before, if all you're focusing on in your life is babies and trying to conceive that baby, then that is all you are going to experience. If problems is all you experience, then your life is problematic. Does that make sense? So what's the difference then between people who are emotionally resilient on this journey and those who are not? It's that first step to broaden your focus to more than just fertility. Hmm, easier said than done, right? 
absolutely, right? I'm not diminishing your experience or the pain that you're in because that can be really pervasive, infect everything in your life. And I get it, I've been there. But I've also been on the other side. I also got myself to an amazing position before I even conceived my baby, okay? So I know that it's possible. And this is why I love doing these podcasts and telling you all about this stuff because I want this for you too because it actually changed my whole life and it changed my fertility. It actually helped me bring my baby in, okay? And I can tell you that I have been at this crossroads in my life where I had to make important decisions, right? Do I make my entire life about this one giant crappy thing or to start to find my joy elsewhere? And if you've listened to me long enough, you you will know some of my circumstances. And these circumstances, infertility, breast cancer, things like this, I'm talking about my backs to the wall kind of circumstances, right? I either sink or I swim. And in the end, there was always some part of me some part of me that stood up for me and just whispered, even if it was tiny little whisper, you are worth more than this. You deserve to live a happy life. You deserve to have joy. You deserve to laugh, accomplish great things, live an inspiring life, inspire others about what is possible, to truly experience love from yourself, to feel connected to others and not alone, to delight in the small things in life, and the big things, and to create a life that fills your heart. Now, when my back was to the wall in those moments, you better believe I didn't know how I would get to the other side of it all. There was just always something in me that refused to give up on me, and I just refused to also identify with that life circumstance. I chose to see those moments as really crappy things that happen in life to good people. I separated that experience from me and who I am. I was not anorexic. I was experiencing anorexia because I had big emotions that I didn't know how to handle. And this was the way it was expressing itself when I was young, right? I was not infertile. In fact, I've actually never believed that about myself, to be honest. I've never believed I was infertile despite an 11-year journey. I know, crazy, right? But it was I was experiencing a tough time getting pregnant. I was not breast cancer or a breast cancer survivor. I've never seen myself that way. I was someone who went through an experience of breast cancer. Right? I'm also not a divorcee. I'm someone who experienced a terrible relationship and left it. So what am I then? Right? If I don't identify with any of those things, what am I? Well, I'm strong. I'm caring. I'm loving. I'm nurturing. I'm empathetic. I'm fun. And I'm so much more than that. Right? No matter what you think you are, you are always so much more than that. And I want this for you too, right? I want you to refuse to give up on you. I want you to refuse to give up on your life because of this. I want, I, you know, I, and once you've refused to give up on you, then start to look for things deliberately and intentionally in your life that bring you joy that you were grateful for. I mean, seriously, there have been many times when I've been so far down that well of darkness that I knew I had to start small, but I had to start somewhere. 
I might just be grateful that I could still house myself and feed myself, that I had space that was mine and I could be proud of that. Um, I would delight in listening to a song, even a sad one, and dancing around my lounge room in whatever way felt good to me and that I got to do that. I put one foot in front of the other to find those things that I could do for myself that brought me joy when I could have easily not found any. I really hope that you've gotten a lot out of this podcast today because while you're seeing pregnant bellies everywhere, it's because your whole life is being defined by this this one thing. And the more we broaden our horizons and find our joys in other way, we start to lessen that as all pervasive, all important, because we're starting to filter in other things that bring us joy. Sure, you might still see the pregnant belly, but then you're able to redirect yourself back to the the kayaking that you're doing at the moment, right? Or um, the walk that you're having on the beach because it's such a, a beautiful sunny day. You're able to redirect your thoughts back to the movie that you're really enjoying with your partner, right? The way to do this is small steps, one step after the other, but starting to filter in the good aspects of life, right? And that's one way to do it. And I've got so many more other tricks up my sleeve. So if you ever find that you are really, really not coping on this journey, I truly believe that the first step is getting yourself you know, emotionally strong again and and building some of that emotional resilience so then that you can start to build on that and start to do all the other stuff which has been shown to dramatically improve conception rates through mind-body fertility programs. Um, So, you know, jump on my jump on my website, maybe see how you can work with me if this is something that resonates with you that you want to do. And I look forward to being that support person for you, being that best friend in your pocket, as I like to call myself to my clients. Um, Like I said, I hope you've got an amazing, amazing value out of today. Um, Connect with me on Instagram at Studio Fertility or go to studiofertility.com and I will see you there. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization 
how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.